Hi and welcome. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people tell me, Tony, I would really like to take that course or that seminar or go to that event or work on my project or start my own business or take that really nice trip that I've always wanted to take, but I just don't have the money. And when I hear people tell me that, the first thing that comes to mind is, are they really sure that they don't have the money or is it just that they think they don't have it? In this episode of Life Change Secrets, that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to tell you how you can find some extra cash laying around that maybe you don't even know you have. Right after this, we're going to get right to it. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. This is a subject that I find particularly interesting because when I hear people tell me that they don't have the money for something, whatever it is, a vacation or a course or a seminar or to buy something that they really want, I realized that many of those people are simply not aware of the reason why they don't have the money. And so that's the first thing I want to talk to you about. If you want to find some extra money laying around, first and foremost, you need to be aware of where your money goes and how you're spending your money. Just let me give you a couple examples. There are the pleasures of life. And, you know, I'm not here to tell you what you should do. All I'm here to say is if you need money for something and you don't have it, then you have to ask yourself what's more important. So let's take, for example, someone who smokes. Now, I'm not here to tell you what you should or you shouldn't do. I'm just here to make you think, all right? So let's say in Pennsylvania, the average price is $8.30 a pack. Let's just say that because it's somewhere around there. And so that means if you smoke a pack a day, that's $8.30 a day. In one week, that's 50, almost $59. In a month, that's almost $250. And in a year, that's almost $3,000 that you're spending on cigarettes. Want another example? Let's do Starbucks. You go to Starbucks every morning before work and you get a cafe latte. And that's what, around $3, depending on where you live. And so that means every week, that's $15. Every month, that's $60. Every year, that's $720. Yes, you could take away vacation time or time that you don't actually go, but that's still $720 a year. Let's do Dunkin' Donuts. You get two donuts, that's $3.59 on the average, $17.95 a week, almost $72 a month, And that's almost $800 a year, $790 a year. Or how about another example? Let's do lunches. So you eat lunch out every day. You go someplace. Let's say you get lunches for $10. That's $50 a week. That's $200 a month. That's $2,200 a year. Now, like I said, I'm not here to tell you what to do. 
But what's really, what it really boils down to is you have to decide what's more important to you. Now, I'm not here to tell you to take away the pleasures of life. I'm not here to tell you that. But you have to ask yourself, what's more important? Is it more important to put away some money for your project or is it more important for you to continue to smoke or to go to Dunkin' Donuts or to get your cafe latte or whatever it is you do, you know? You have to ask yourself what's more important and look yourself in the mirror and tell you that, tell yourself that. I don't have the money because I'm not willing to stop smoking or I'm not willing to cut back or I'm not willing to give up on my cafe latte every day or I'm not willing to um, pack my lunch and take it to work. I'm not willing to do that. But you have to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself the truth. It's not because you don't have the money. It's because you don't want to put it aside, right? Now, some of you might actually turn this off right now because you don't want to hear any more of this because it's too painful. But that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to help you to think. People tell me the same thing with regard to time. They say, I would love to do this or that, but Tony, I just don't have the time. And I'm like, are you sure you don't have the time? Here's a statistic that I heard that's kind of shocking if you think about it, when, especially when you hear someone say they don't have time. I heard that Americans watch, on the average, four hours of television every single day. Now, if you just do the math on that one, that's 28 hours a week. That's 112 hours a month. That's 1,344 hours a year, which translates into 56 days. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you shouldn't watch your favorite Netflix series or whatever whatever you watch. But, you know, it, whether you smoke, whether you go to Starbucks, whether you watch TV, whatever, if you really, really want to do something, you don't necessarily have to stop. But if you just cut back a little bit, just think of how much more time and money that you could have. You see what I'm saying? But you first have to be aware of that because if you're not aware of it, you're just going to be spending money and stuff and you're not even going to realize really what you could have if you just cut back a little bit. So one of the things you might be asking yourself is, so what kind of practice could I put into place to make sure that I'm aware of everything that I'm spending? Well, one of the things that I could highly recommend and which is what I actually did because when I left the corporate world and I decided I was going to take a year off when you, take, when you decide you want to take whatever, whether it's three months off, whether it's a year off, whatever it is for you, if you want to do that, you have to be able to plan your money. You have to know how much money you have, how much money you're spending, and, how, and you have to set a budget for yourself. Because if you don't, you risk maybe running out of money too soon. And so that's the first thing I did. For three months, I wrote down every single thing that I spent every single day. Every bottle of water that I bought, every snack that I bought, lunches, dinners, drinks, um, everything. And then I also, when I went to the grocery store, I itemized my list and I broke it out into meat and vegetables and snacks and cereals and breakfast foods and lunches and everything. And I started to gain a greater awareness of how much money I was spending each and every month and for what. And once I did that for three months... Then I was really aware. And so I just had this sixth sense then that I built up thanks to that work that I did. And I knew that when I went to the store, I knew how much money I was going to spend and for what. Okay. And I also knew when I was exaggerating and when I was buying too much of something 
Or maybe I thought maybe I should be buying more of this. Or maybe I thought, you know what? This is how much I've been spending so far, but maybe I really don't need to spend that much. I could spend less, right? Especially if I want to put together, uh, put away some money for my plan and for my strategy or for my project, right? And then what I did was I set myself a goal and I said, what do you want to do? And I thought, okay, well, I want to take a year off. Great. Well, how much money are you going to need if you want to take a year off? And so to know the answer to that question, you need to know how much money you spend every month. And then you multiply that by 12 and you know how much money you're going to need. And you say, okay, well, that's those are just the things that you've talked about so far, Tony, are just things that you need. Well, put in anything that you want. Maybe you say, you know, in this year I want to travel or in this year I want to take some courses and seminars uh, or I want to buy some books or whatever you want to do. Try to put as many of those things in your budget you know, after you set your goal as possible. And that will help you to put together a plan, uh, a financial plan, so that you make sure that you have the money that you need for your project. Another thing that I did then was, once I had calculated all the things that I was going to need, you know, all my basic needs of food and drink and shelter and all that stuff, then I started to think, well, aren't you going to want to go out with your friends sometimes, maybe a couple times a week, have dinner, drinks, or something like that. So I started to calculate those things too. And I set myself a budget because I said the, the amount of money I have is going to allow me, if I want to do all those other things, I want to travel, I want to take a couple trips, I want to go to a couple seminars and events and buy some books and all that stuff, I'm going to have to make sure that all this stuff fits in that schedule of one year. And so I said, I set myself a goal. I said, twice a week, you can go out with your friends for dinner and spend on the average a certain amount of money. All right? Yeah, this gets really detailed. You know, it does. But if, you, if it's really that important to you, you'll do it. And then, so what happens then is if you go out, because sometimes things come up, you know, maybe, you know, you have some old friends in town. You already went out twice, but then some old friends came out in town and now you want to go out with them too. So you do that. But that means since you went out three times this week, next week you can go out once, you know, it's that simple, but you got to stick to it. You got to be driven. You got to be determined and you got to stay on it. And stick to what you said and, and keep the promise that you made to yourself. If you do that, you can, uh, you can really find some extra money laying around. Just by doing the first calculation that we did with about the cigarettes and about the Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and all that. Okay, And once you set this goal, and for me it was, you know, I said, I want to take a year off. Now, I know that everybody might not have that luxury. Some people might say, you know what, I could take two years off if I wanted to. Well, that's cool. Some people say, well, I can only take a month off. And that's fine. It's not about how much time you can take off. The concept is the same. It's about planning how much time and how much money you're going to need for your project or whatever that project is and putting that money aside, maybe cutting back on some things to make sure that you have that money that you need, right? And so once you set the goal, because I can tell you this, to, to do what I did for three months, you have to have a lot of desire to do that. And that means, you know, pulling out those receipts and itemizing your lists and figuring out how much you spend on meat and vegetables and, and uh, breakfast foods and all that stuff. That's just not fun, you know, if, unless you just love doing that. For me, it wasn't fun. 
And that's why I say when you set your goal, one of the next things that you're going to want to do is to ask yourself, why do you want to do it? Why do you want that goal? Why do you want to take a year off? Why do you want to quit that job? Why do you want to start this new project? Why do you want to develop this new strategy? Why do you want to take those courses? Why do you want to go to those events? And I know I'm driving this into your head because it's important for you to know why you want to do it. Because that's where the motivation comes from. That's what's going to keep you persevering and and putting that money aside and cutting back on those things and keeping that log of how much you spend all every month. That's what's going to make you do it. That's going to that's going to be your driver. If you don't know why you want to do this, then everything else, it's going to be more difficult. It's going to be an uphill battle, I can tell you that. So figure out why. Stay with me because that's a whole nother podcast episode. We're going to talk a lot about motivation, but just to give you a little preview, one of the things that you could ask yourself is, if you want to try to figure out why you want to do this, and you say, okay, I got it, why? Then the other thing that you're going to want to ask yourself is, how will I feel if I don't get this done? You want to try to drive some pain into this. To, because it might hurt for you to think about you not getting this done or not achieving your goal or not developing that project or not being able to leave your job or staying there for years and years and waking up one day and saying, you know, I wish I would have, but I didn't, you know. Or another thing that might motivate you is the, is the flip side of that, which might be, what am I going to get out of this? What's the pleasure that I'm going to get out of this? What are the great feelings and the emotions that I'm going to experience if I achieve this, if I actually persevere and go through with it, you know? So I'm going to close that parentheses on motivation because we're going to talk a lot about that um, later. So like I said, you're going to want to figure out what your needs are, create your log, and, and then create your budget. And once you set that budget, you want to make sure you stick to the budget. You know, companies do that all the time. Well, I was a senior manager in Nike and Levi's. When you have a budget, you got to stick to the budget. You can't spend more than the budget. And, you know, if we used to get in trouble if you would do that. In your life, it might mean something else for you. And the consequences might be that you might not achieve your goal or you might not achieve it as quickly as you, as you wanted to because you didn't stick to the budget that you set for yourself. You see what I mean? And then, you know, getting back to the motivation thing, ask yourself, how's that going to make you feel? Is that what you want? No. Then you better stick to your budget, right? And then what you want to do is, just like someone who wants to lose weight, what do they do every day? They go on a diet, right? Or they go exercising or whatever, and then what do they do every day? They weigh themselves. And that's a way of monitoring whether or not the diet and the exercise is working. And you're going to want to do the same thing. You're going to want to see if your budget is working, Are you sticking to the budget? And to do that, you need to monitor it regularly, whether it's daily, whether it's weekly, whether it's monthly, whatever, but you need to monitor your your budget to make sure that you're sticking to it, okay? And so now just a few last things to close. When you set yourself a goal and you know you're going to need money for that goal, my recommendation is, you know, you got your bills to pay and all that stuff. My recommendation is something that I heard a long time ago that I really like especially when you know you're going to have some extra money laying around above the expenses that you have. Pay yourself first. Put that money aside. I would recommend if you have, if you can, put it in an account that is automatically deducted from your paycheck or there's a bank transfer that's done automatically each month 
that goes into that account and you do not touch that money ever for anything and for any reason in the world, all right? That's what I would, and so that will ensure that you pay yourself first and then you pay everybody else. Your rent, your mortgage, um, your insurances, whatever you have, pay yourself first. In this case, paying yourself first means making sure that you're putting away the money for your project first, okay? Another thing, piece of advice that I got from my father a long time ago, he said, when you get a raise, realize this, before you got the raise, you got by just fine with the money that you had. So keep on getting by with that money and put all the rest of the money that you get for the raise, or at least some of it, put that away because you got by fine with it without it up until this point anyway, right? And so if you have a project in mind and you have a goal that you want to achieve and you know you need extra money for that, don't spend the raise. Don't be frivolous. Don't just say, okay, now I got all this extra money. I can just do a whole lot of cool stuff now. No, think about your goal. Think about your project or whatever it is you want to do. Think about that first, okay? And then the last thing that I wanted to tell you is that sometimes as difficult as it is, sometimes you have to learn how to say no. And that means saying no to your kids. It means saying no when someone suggests that you go on a trip or you do something that, or you have an evening out that you know that it doesn't fit in the budget. It doesn't fit. And sometimes you just have to say no. Or you have to say, okay, this time, you have to say to yourself, this time I'll do that, but that means next week or next month, I'm not going to be able to do that other thing. And so you have to weigh the two. And and at the end of the day, you're going to be looking in your at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, what's more important to me? That's, that's what the bottom line is. And that, my friend, is how you can find some extra money laying around if you really, really want it. I would say that in the vast majority of all cases, and I'm not talking about people who are living at poverty level, I'm talking about the vast majority of people who you know have some extra spending money uh, during the month. You got some extra money laying around if you really, really want to work on this project. And if you, you know, and the other thing that I will tell you is, you don't have to think that it's going to happen from one day to the next. Be a mid to long term planner if that's necessary. You know, it might take you a year to put this money aside. It might take you two years to put this money aside. But just start working on it. The sooner you start working on it, the sooner you're going to get the money. Okay, And of course, there are other ways that you can raise money for your project as well. But I always like to start with what I can control. And what you can control is what you spend, is how much you make and how much you spend. Okay, So I hope that was helpful. Like I always say at the end of every podcast, if this was helpful for you and you think it might be helpful for someone else that you love or some, a friend of yours, please send them the link. Please also leave a review. Tell the world what you think about me. Tell the world what you think about this podcast. Look at the links in the description. Come and watch my Tree of Life video. It's all about how you can use your knowledge and experience the way you want to and not the way the company that you're working for wants you to and make a really good living and have a lot more time on your hands for the things that are most important to you. Okay, so stay with me now because I got a lot more things to say.